Somewhere in Hell's Kitchen, there's a lawyer named Matt Murdock. And he works with his friend Foggy and a woman who's named Karen. At a law firm called Nelson and Murdock, where they help people find justice. But Matt's got a secret at night, he becomes a vigilante. Even though he's blind, he's got these super senses and the training. To beat up the nasty bad guys who are ruining Hell's Kitchen. Matt, he loves his home so much that he puts on his armored costume and pretends that he's the devil as he smashes in their faces he's called daredevil So there's a guy named Frank who's shooting people. That guy's crazy. And then Metal Flammer Electro just from out of nowhere. Welcome to the Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. Um, I'm just going to say I'm Claire because I'm the only one here today. This is an extra episode of the podcast. I was lucky enough today to chat to Michaela Burnett, who played Grotto in season two of Daredevil, um, the first three episodes. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure, a really, really sweet guy. We basically, as soon as we started the phone call, kind of got into chatting. So there w- it won't really be an introduction, which is why I'm recording this one here. And I hope you guys enjoy. How's the park? Beautiful, actually. Yeah, New York City's been uh, brutally. It's just been not making. Uh, it's been it's been kind of not not letting spring happen here. Yeah, and I finally a couple of days ago it started <laughs> to get sunny again, and everybody's out in the park. I'm like, oh my god, shirts off and shorts on. Anyway, uh, also, which park is it? Are you in Are you in Manhattan? I'm actually in Brooklyn. I'm in Prospect Park right now. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I learn I learn lines by walking, so I walk a lot. So I end up traversing the park. Essentially, every time I have a meeting, I'm traversing the park, I'm memorizing lines. Now I get exercise <laughs> while not getting bored and staying in my apartment. That's a good plan. I do a lot of walking as well. It's it's good exercise. It is. It is. It also, like you know, for people, I I've got some. I'm sure there's ADD in my family, but there's a level of like <laughs> I'm sitting in my apartment having to do this. I've been doing this job for long enough that like any way you keep yourself focused on, you know, <laughs> memorizing things that you've been doing over and over and over again. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good base as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I mean, we can we can just get into it if you want. Sure, please. Yeah. yeah so um, my my co-hosts are not with me today. Um, they're actually I'm the only one in uh, um, in the UK. My co-hosts are in America. Uh, we're in Vermont and um, in Canada. So they're currently at work, um, but I work from home. So <laughs> I'm um, so it's just me. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to in start. London. Sorry. In, yeah, just outside London, yeah. and it's a beautiful day here as well today. Nice. Right. So I'm sorry, I have to be inside. <laughs> I told my oh, girlfriend okay. I was leaving. I was like, I can do this interview outside in the park. The joy of something. But, <laughs> I, but no, I, I was um, outside. I was outside earlier doing drawing, so it was nice. I sat by the river. It was all good. <laughs> oh, uh, rough lives we have. Yeah, rough what rough lives <laughs> while while my co-hosts are at work. <laughs> um, so I definitely wanted to start by saying congratulations on the success of the show of season two. Um, it's the the feedback for it has been amazing. Um, you know, it's it just must be an incredible experience for you, at the the hype that the show has got. Um, so yeah, congratulations. Yeah, it's nice. It's, 
thanks. It's people seem to really like it, and there's and there's uh, yeah, it's it's sort of it seems to uh, reach all different kinds of people, which is lovely, and that's a lovely. It's a really nice. Um, it's a really nice set and a really nice group of people. So it's sort of it's nice to see them get proper accolades, and they're really they're really doing a great job over there. I, I've never left a set, um, which I did the last day I was there, and I died. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to spoil. It's okay. Something happened to me. There was a, there was um and and actually sent emails to I mean fifteen separate people from um, below the line. I mean, it just uh, sort of from actors to producers to ads saying. You know, thank you for running an incredible ship. I mean, they really are. Yeah. They're just a generous, lovely group of humans. Everyone I've spoken to from the show has just been lovely. Like, so um, proud of of the work in the show, so complimentary about everyone else. Um, they they do seem just like a, a genuinely lovely group of people. I'm very talented, very yeah, humble. Okay. So, yeah, I think you, you know. It's so nice to say that and mean it. Like, it's, there's no... Uh, you know, I've, I've been in the business for a while, and there's a level of when work is really fun, and when you have, and when people, even if you know, you don't go to work expecting to make friends or anything, you mm-hmm. go to work to do work. You're just happy to be working. When you actually leave, going like, <laughs> I had a fun time with those. Those are nice people. They're they're generous. They're generous. They're. I mean, it's going to a party afterwards and happy to see people. It's kind of just a. It's really a joy. It's really a gift. You know, it's it's, and they are that nice, actually. That's a yeah, cool thing to have. Nice thing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've said to when I've spoken to um, some of the actors, the other actors and the writers before, um, I've always told them I'm a lifelong Daredevil fan. I started reading the comics oh, nice. when I was 10. I have a Daredevil tattoo, which I got when the show hit Netflix, finally. Um, and I've got issue wow. number one on my wall, yeah. <laughs> and as a lifelong Daredevil fan, I, I said to them, you know, I would say if I didn't th- if I didn't like the show, you know, I'm the toughest critic. And... I think the show is fantastic. I um, I love the changes that've been made from the comics. I I'm, I think the casting is fantastic. I think Netflix and Marvel have done a great job in casting every role in the show, and I think the the writing's awesome. So that's a, that's a high accolades from a lifelong Daredevil fan here for you. Well, I'll take it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm sure it must have been so heartbreaking. It's done badly. Oh yeah, I love it that much. Yeah, yeah definitely. Two DDs. You get the old Daredevil as your tattoo. I've got the two DDs on my arm, yeah. So as part of my my arm tattoos, but I I always told myself I would get them done when there was a a adaptation of Daredevil that on the screen that was worthy. So I didn't get it done for the film, <laughs> but I got it done oh, for the no. Netflix show. <laughs> I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't. That's too bad when they're done like badly. It's so I'm I'm a Batman fan and it's like oh cool when it's done well you're so I mean I wasn't I didn't I grew up with comics in that like peripherally like my mm-hmm. best friend read them all the time so whenever I, I went and stayed at his place I'd like read all the Wolverine shit I could and I'd read all, all the you know but then um, you know my, and my brother who's a corporate lawyer mm-hmm. um, is a, an utter comic book fan so he like he actually knows when I got this job he got so excited we uh, one of the uh, a wonderful uh, uh, person we work with back at the the show was we were joking that when I finally left that we we're gonna take little cardboard cutouts of me and just leave them around the set <laughs> as a reminder. Grotto was still there watching. That would have made some Grotto. very interesting fan fan theories online where people had spotted it. And it's like, is that an Easter egg? What does it mean? 
I'm sure it would have. <laughs> I'm sure it would have. It's so amazing nowadays with all these, with all these um, crazy kind of, uh, with all the the secrecy that's going on with all these shows and movies and stuff. How how little you can say. Mm-hmm. I just did the Revenant for, for yeah most of my life. Yeah, and I want to say congratulations on that as well. Oscar nominated film won yeah. Oscars as well. I mean that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah, we were we were we were really proud of it. It was a strange. I a lot of my plot line is cut out of that film, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it was sort of a, an incredible experience. But I'd never been in a film where, even on the call sheet, they didn't say the names of the actors. Oh wow! So like, there's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of it's just amazing when you're. I mean, when we shoot Daredevil, there's everything's hidden. It's hidden, even to us. Mm-hmm. Um, which is amazing. I mean, just getting your hands on scripts is really difficult. I'm sure it's not for, for Charlie in the same way, but it's, it's really, you know, people, the internet is so, learns stuff so fast mm-hmm. um, and is so voracious about, you know, what, what it wants to get of it. It really wants as much information as it possibly can have. So it's so hard to hold on to the plot. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel for Marvel. They've got to sort of, they've got to keep their vest tightened so much that you almost can't, you like don't have a job. You kind of don't have the job until the job actually releases. Yeah. Because you just don't know what to. You know, you can't say it. It's sort of it's a world of like. I mean, I worked with Donald Gleason, and we, one of us, we were in the um, van going to set, and he's, and one of us asked him about Star Wars. Like, can you say anything about it? And he was like, No, I cannot. Absolutely <laughs> not. Nice people, though. You know, wonderful people to work with. I joked I with um, yeah. I, I I joked with with Peter Shinkoda who I, I interviewed as well about Daredevil season one, and we sort of joked and said, you know, Shield is real, and they put a sniper on everyone's roof that's in the show, and he's like, I cannot say anything about it, you know, before the show hits because I was talking to him before the show hit. Um, but I mean, the stuff they managed to keep secret is is fantastic. Like I had no idea in season two that the Kingpin was coming back. And I'd been following a lot of spoilers, and that sort of blew my mind. Yeah, and it's a great, it's a great series. I, I didn't know what was going on there too, and I ended up. It's sort of amazing bringing him back like that. Mm-hmm. John and John is amazing in that role. I mean, they're sort of, they're. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to get um, as a normal human. I watched the first three, and I don't usually watch myself, <laughs> but I sort of forced myself this time. And I also was really intrigued by how they did all of it. All that work we did was so hard and mm-hmm. uh and fun but but it, it's tricky and the dialogue is tricky and the and i phil abraham was the first who directed the first two episodes as a uh, was an old friend from years back he did my my first studio feature was with him oh, great. 15 years ago yeah. and uh and that's like a it's great to sort of run back into old friends but i just wanted to see how it all worked out it's a great time and you feel like shooting three episodes you've shot you know essentially a movie and a half um but then I kept watching after I got the third episode because I just kept watching and ended up binging the whole thing <laughs> in about a day and a half. Um, and I loved Donofrio and he's wonderful. Yeah. And it's a great reintroduction of the character. You, you just wanted to see um, the, the funeral of your character, yeah? See how many people I, showed up. <laughs> I, got a, I got a text from Deb Ann the, like, the week after being like, we're at your funeral right now. Oh. You know, your first oh. name is Elliot. Yeah, it was cool finding out the first name. It was cool. Uh, speaking of, of Deb as well, I, I wanted to mention, I think um, the two of you had really great chemistry in the show. And um, 
Oh. I loved, like, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd say a bit in a minute about some of your scenes as well, but there were some really great little character moments between the two of you. And I really, like, I don't know, there, I think there was one bit where, like, you asked for a kiss or something from her and she went in and, like, flipped you the bird. And I just, it was so, it was such a nice character moment. I thought you guys played it beautifully. And it just made me, like, oh, go, I really like these two characters. And I just liked the way you worked together, yeah. Thanks. It, actually, those are, that's one of the moments that you sort of wanted to, I wanted to see, because we sort of, there are some things that you know, you just hope that they can, you hope you do it justice, because it's a nice, it's a nice piece of writing, and, mm. and, uh, and we sort of shot it a bunch of different ways, and we shot that particular moment a lot, and there's just some stuff you want to do right. You're like, this could mm-hmm. be good, this could be nice, uh, and she's such a, I mean, truly a joy to work with in mm. every way, uh, and a wonderful, wonderful actor. Um, when you spend, you know, those guys do all the time. You spend, you know, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. with somebody, you know, in a hospital gown, locked in a car. <laughs> you sure hope they're nice. Yeah. Know. It's just, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a long night, man. And, yeah. Uh, and they were they were not long nights. It was, we were really lucky, and and uh, it's just it's yeah. It's funny being in the business for long enough, and you sort of you really appreciate the the. Um, the good, the good jobs. It's yeah. Just, it's really, it's a joy. I wanted to ask you as well, because, um, it, it, like, looking at most of your scenes, I mean, I, I, I sort of wrote them down. Um, you have a lot of action-packed action pack scenes in the episode you're in, because, obviously, um, Grotto's in the shootout at the start, so you have the, the Irish shootout. There's the hospital shootout yeah, where the yeah, Punisher yeah. arrives. There's the yeah, scene yeah, yeah. where there's the setup, so you're bundled into the, the container by the, the SWAT guy, and the scene on the roof. Yeah. And, like, that's a lot of action. Yeah. And, obviously, you've done The Revenant, which um, must have been quite an arduous shoot and quite physically demanding. Is yeah. that something you really enjoy, like, doing the physical side of stuff? I do. I mean, I, I, I do. I love the... I kind of wish... It's like every time we do something physical, you have to learn something new. And mm-hmm. I, I wish I'd like to do more. I mean, there's something... I came from martial arts when I was younger, and, oh, and yeah. I, I would like to work out and stuff. My, I box now, but there's... There's a, uh, but I grew up doing doing karate, and there's and um, being able to learn something you don't know. I mean, I don't know guns very well. You know, I grew up in New York City. <laughs> you know, it's just we didn't grow up hunting or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's stuff I, I you feel like you want to go like awesome. Now I got to learn how to use this. How do you use that? How do you know? It's there's it uh, I do love doing it. At, even doing the revenue, we got to shoot uh, muskets and throw mm-hmm. tomahawks. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I never get to throw a tomahawk. I mean, there's like. And that, that is kind of amazing stuff. And also there's, what's interesting is, uh, I came from theater, and what's interesting um, with film, pardon the, uh, the emergency vehicle. Um, That's, it's authentic New York that, sounds, don't worry. It's authentic. <laughs> we are actually in New York right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, uh, you, you, uh, there's, uh, so it seems like to me, and I'm, I'm still learning, um, so much of a character is, is in their physicality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially on camera, because you you see a person so much, so much of them is expressed when they're not speaking, and so it's really interesting. I mean, like John Barenthal is a good example. Mm-hmm. Like you see that guy walk into a room, and you go like, okay, he physically handled himself. And I think I think um, I'm just intrigued more and more about what you can do that's not that's kind of subcutaneous, like that that that's um, that's not in the language. And I think that that a lot of the physical stuff gets that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I look at my 
part of the reason why I'm self-critical is I'll watch my own performances and look at the way, you know, look at ticks that I have that I don't like in my body, whatever. You're like, ah, that's, that's you again. <laughs> um, and so I think with a lot of these things, when you get to do something new, like that rooftop scene was really physical. And God bless my stuntman was amazing. And he, and uh, it was really physical and you want it to be, um, you want it to be scary, right? I mean, you want to, you want to, you don't just want it to be shouting and screaming and, you know, mayhem. You want to feel like this person's going to die. Yeah. Um, and that's a really horrible thing um, as a human. And I think with John and Charlie, everybody was so um, game to go, to go there all the way that you could kind of, that you can more easily trick yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you want to, you know, when you're playing a character like this who's not, not exactly, I mean, I like to think he's lovable, but I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a bit of a screw-up. And, there's, and um, you know, you want to you wanna give him some humanity, and, and, and no matter how screwed up the guy is, it's a terrible situation, and, yeah. and he's going through something horrible. Um, so I think in that kind of stuff, yeah, I love to work with physical stuff. Um, I wish we could do more of it. Um, but it's also, it's just one of the cool things about being about doing what we do is that you get to, you have to learn new things. Hmm. You know, the joke about like, you know, going into a room and them saying like, can you, can you ride a horse? And you're like, of course I can. <laughs> and, you know, I'll learn tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's sort of, that's the cool thing about our job. It's just a lot of like sink or swim, which is scary, but can also be really cool. It's a good way, like you said, of just um, learning new things that you, ne- you know, you might not have sought out to learn on by yourself you know it's like you're kind of thrown in the deep end it's like oh i'm gonna learn this cool and you find stuff that you really enjoy yeah totally i mean it's always my i mean my girlfriend is working on something right now and there's and there's or or was is researching something right now and Mm -hmm. and there's like the level of being like cool i want to research 1840s in new york city that's (laughs) fascinating yeah i want to research what you know if you're john you know what that's go through then the Iraq War. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's really interesting shit. I just, I just find it, um, it's like forces you to go back to school, which is, I love school. So, um, you know, that's sort of, or even like the Irish mob. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I'm fascinated by the mob and I bought some stuff actually right after Daredevil, specifically about the Irish mob in New York and Boston because um, I just found it really intriguing mm. and ended up annoying my, annoying my girlfriend because I got so into Whitey Bulger. Um, afterwards but it's, it's really cool and anything you can sort of be forced to learn is as far as I'm concerned that's a cool job to have yeah no definitely and it, it's um, it's interesting you said that you do boxing now because um, two of the other actors from the show I've interviewed um, John Patrick Hayden who played um, Jack Murdoch uh, Daredevil's dad and um, um, uh, Rob Morgan who plays Turk uh, they also do boxing in real life and I do boxing so it's kind of cool it's like a lot of boxers in Daredevil which is fitting because yeah, of the character and John Barenthal was, was an amateur yeah, boxer and he did, yeah and he did boxing as well yeah um, I have to ask I you then <laughs> I enjoy it I have a, a bag in my house but I don't do it nearly enough I'm too busy working I'm so a lot jealous of the time. one thing <laughs> god we, we almost uh, rented a place we thought about if, if I could ever get a basement I mean, it's so hard to get in New York City, but, like, a basement that I could hang a bag, my life would be that much further along. <laughs> it's like, just to have it there and not have to go to the gym to do it? Yeah. Man. There's not a lot of gyms around, oh around where I live that have bags that you can just go and use, and, unless you, um, 
actually book some time with a personal trainer, which costs a lot of money. Whereas I'm like, I just want to go to the gym. I know what I'm doing. I just want to go and hit the bag, but they won't let you. So in the end, I just bought a bag but it's in on a, um, a stand so it kind of rattles a bit when I use it so I don't think my neighbors are that happy yeah I actually tried to get one of those um standing ones and my downstairs neighbor got so annoyed I had to throw it away yeah um it's just, they're, they're great but they're also like there's like sand on the bottom so it gets it and I, it's, the, it's the problems about living in a city mm-hmm. We've, I've luckily got a place around the corner for me that's got a couple of bags but it's not just a crunch you know so it's not like and anyway, I'm too I'm too old to be to be sparring anymore. If I break my nose anymore, it's gonna <laughs> fall off my face. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> I know. I know. I think Rob and John mentioned an awesome um, boxing gym in Manhattan, but I can't remember what it was called. But if I if I if I probably find out, I'll email you and tell you. Gleason's, I think. Oh, I think yeah. you're probably talking about Gleason's. Yeah. I would think. I mean, it's the best that I know. There are, there are a couple of really good ones. There are going away, but there are a couple of great ones. Oh, cool. And good with an LA too, actually. Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, so you mentioned a minute ago about um, about Grotto and saying you think he's a sweetheart. What what do you think? Do you do you think the character was genuinely looking for redemption? Because obviously he comes across as a very sympathetic character um, at first, and he right. seems like he's just the guy pouring drinks, you know, for the mob. Oh, but he's he's you know he's not killing anyone. And then we find out he's got a much darker past. Um, than we thought, like when when the Punisher brings him to the rooftop, and I I really felt for the character, like you said, I really um, I, I thought he came across as very sympathetic. But was that your take on it? That he was a guy really looking for redemption, or he was just kind of a bad guy that he would always get into bad situations no matter what? No, I mean I, I mean I'm, I'm glad you found him sympathetic. That that makes me feel good. I mean I no, I think he really genuinely wanted to do right i think i think i think you grow up around certain kinds of people and you know um you have your idea what success is and maybe that means your idea of success is to somebody else a criminal mm-hmm. um i mean if you're around a lot of tough guys you, you kind of have to walk the walk i mean i think there's a i think he's not i think there are plenty of people we know who do bad things but <clears throat> who don't who don't have maybe the moral acumen to stop them to to right the boat mm-hmm. once they get pushed in the wrong direction. So I like to think that that he did some of the things he did. I mean, frankly, I think I think John maybe I'm maybe I'm I think the Punisher is partly padding padding his info. Mm-hmm. Now that might be not what's in the in the writing. That just might be my own thinking of the character, but I think, I think, yeah, I think he did the things that he said, but I think there were truly mitigating circumstances. I mean, did, did this guy rough people up? Absolutely. Did mm-hmm. he beat up, you know, yeah, he run, he was a criminal. I mean, he beat up people, he brought, he, and he probably, and he killed this lady, and maybe he killed one other person, but he certainly, like, this was a, this was a, yeah, it was, I mean, of course, it's a, it's a sin to do, there's no doubt about it, but I, but I can't help but think, there's a level of, in his mind, of being in a corner and mm-hmm. and not able to get out. And all he knows, he didn't go to college, you know. He doesn't know people who are on the right side of the law. I mean, I think he's the the best the best in the room, but it's all relative, you know. Yeah. I mean that that was my that was my take. And of course, everybody wants to you know, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to like them. And, <laughs> And 
everybody wants to be looked at like they're impressive, you know, and like they're somebody who matters. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And well, I, I, to me, I think he, he did come off as sympathetic and I love, like you just said, the idea of he's someone, this is what he knows. And he, he, he sort of feels almost backed into a corner. Um, and it, it, I like the fact that we have this story with Grotto at the start of season two. Oh, there go the police. <laughs> um, I live ne- I live like near everybody. a hospital, so I'm used to sirens. Don't worry. Um, yeah. But uh, I I like that, that that we have this story of Grotto for three episodes, and it really echoes the story of Daredevil himself and the Punisher in that this is just there's even though what Daredevil's doing is a sin, he's a, a Catholic. He's not killing people, but he's doing a lot of awful things. Um, but this is kind of what he knows. And I, I like the fact that this is um, a thing that's brought up in the writing over and over again, is that the characters are all very grey. It's not black and white. And it just makes it so yeah. interesting to watch. And it's the same even with, a, um, you know, even with a, the, the smallest character in the show. I think they're they're very human, like everyone in it, um, which is a credit to the writers. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's a level of like you, your arbitrary line in the sand, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, so I, I drop guys out of windows, so I break their necks. I don't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, I mean, what's the difference, really? And I mean, one, one is out of your misery, and one's not. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I there is something interesting about what do you what do you know, and how do you decide to set up like your moral paradigm, and then all of its, you know, all of its. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, particular to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, you're sort of making it for yourself. You want to, it's the one you can argue for best. If somebody asks you why, you can probably tell them. But I guarantee somebody with a better argument might change your mind. And that's part of that, you know, the Punisher has a point. What's mm-hmm. the difference? Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, why not do it all the way? And also, there's also a question of like, well, amoral relativism, but also, like, what is, if, if you don't kill this guy, and he goes off and kills somebody else, how are you not liable for that? Yeah. You know, and there's a, and there's, he makes a point, you know, and I think that's, it's also what, what's so cool about that character. Here, there is a level of, he's on, he's put a, he put a line in the sand, but the line in the sand, it's, it's a very vague line. It's sand, wob- wobbly you know? at best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know? Cool. Um, well, I, I don't want to keep you for too long because I know you're very busy. Um, how are we doing for time? Like another five minutes? Would that be all right? Yeah, that's, that's great. That's perfect. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, what, what I wanted to, um, to ask you about as well is what you have coming up, like what projects you're working on at the moment, like how much you can say and um, just sort of find out what you're up to at the moment. Well, I've got, uh, see, I did, a, I did a, a movie that I'm actually really proud of. I haven't seen it yet in indie that I'm, uh, second lead in. Um, you know, we've got a lot of. Sometimes things have a great many. Uh, ambulance is going. One second. Um, <laughs> okay. I've got, and it's called Easy Living, which is a this beautiful little film um, that we shot actually immediately after Daredevil. Excuse me. Hold on one second. <laughs> it's okay. Something's going down. It sounds like. It does sound like New York is just the capital of crime. Um, <laughs> And I, I swear, it's, I, I grew up here, and it's like it's sanitized compared to what was 30 years ago. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Pre-Rudy. Different place. 
and I lived in Hell's Kitchen uh, oh, twice, really? actually. Oh, um, is, whereabouts in New York are you from then? Like, where were you born? I'm from the Upper Upper West Side. Okay. Uh, 89th and Broadway and the 96th in Amsterdam. And um, I, I've lived, I live in Park Slope now. Yeah. In Brooklyn. <laughs> I lived in Harlem before then. Um, I lived in Hell's Kitchen before then. <laughs> um, I did this movie, which I'm uh, really proud of. Uh, just in doing it, uh, they mm-hmm. were really great people, and nice to have a slew of lovely projects. And then I did a, then right after that, I did a, uh, I did a pilot this year, where again, actually a comic book pilot. I'm a oh werewolf. wow! Oh okay. And I killed cool. a lot of people. Yeah, it was fun. It was totally fun. It's really good. I'm totally it's, on it's, Team it's Werewolf over cool. Team Vampire, by the way. I pr- I, th- I love werewolves. Uh, so that's you know very what? cool. I'm I'll be checking that out. You, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it looks like it's, it's uh, funny. I, I, I was, people were asking me what I was doing because I was doing these. I was doing a guest spot on a show while I was doing this pilot. Um, mm-hmm. So I was, which I've almost never done. I don't think I've ever done that with television before, <clears throat> as far as like doing it two things at the same time. And um, and but they were both in Greenpoint, actually, around the corner from where. A daredevil shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you start to get to know that area of Brooklyn. But there's, um, but I would, uh, I would, people would say where you're going, and you say like, I'm, I'm going to be a werewolf. <laughs> 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 and I think that I think I universally got the got the answer of you'd be a great werewolf, which might be people being nice to me. But I also <laughs> I sort of felt I was like, yeah, I, I'm, so I'm team werewolf, not team vampire. I'd rather, awesome. <laughs> I'd rather be a werewolf entirely. There's something wolfy about it. But there's, there's, um, but that I think that pilot is they're redoing and apparently i'm still i think we'll reshoot the thing it okay. sounds like but that just happens like happened like four or five days ago oh, um cool. so you know how pilots go they sort of they you never you never know <laughs> it's sort of it's a world of uncertainty yeah um but that's what we have coming out that's what we have now i mean i just did a guest spot it just came out on limitless and um yeah that's i think that's all I've got going right now. Um, but I look forward to those things coming out and, and, uh, you know, hopefully I get to be a werewolf in New York at some point. <laughs> yeah. It would be like, instead of American werewolf in London, we've had American werewolf in Paris. It could be American werewolf in New York. There you go. I feel like we haven't, you know, we, need, we, we haven't had like good adult werewolf stories. There's not been a good one for a long time. I don't know the last, I think, the, I think the best one at the moment is Penny Dreadful, which is obviously TV as well. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I love that show. That yet, actually. Yeah, it's very good. If you like you. sort of old old horror, um, it's it's a good show. Yeah, I think it's on Showtime. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's coming we're back doing, soon. Uh, we're doing right now. We're my girlfriend and I are doing. We never did Game of Thrones, so we're actually doing Game of Thrones. Oh wow! We're doing Game of Thrones and the Americans, which is like two utterly separate worlds, both <laughs> of which are brilliant. Americans yeah. is an amazing show, um, uh, and like shoots literally. 15 blocks from my house in Gowanus. Um, but they're, uh, yeah, we're, we're in the middle of both of those. I, in fact, in, in my, I, in fact, left my girlfriend as we, as we, as we were talking to, uh, <laughs> cause I told her to pause on Game of Thrones. We're, oh no, I'm stopping you time. from watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It's all good. We're having, <laughs> we're having a, we had a food poisoning day. So we're just, we're staying in the house for a bit and I didn't eat the same thing. So we're, we're letting it be a tough, <laughs> well good luck avoiding spoilers for game of thrones it's hard there's a lot of spoilers out there so well, I, I also read 
I was doing a job a couple of years ago and someone gave me the audiobook of oh, okay. the first one. Like somehow I my thing, but I ended up listening to it like while I ran every day. Mm-hmm. And then of course I got into it and then I ended up reading all of them. <laughs> uh, so I know what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, up until, up until right now, and of course, because of social media, mm-hmm. I'm, I now know if like Facebook or whatever, it's all right, spoilers are okay, but I know what happens. Oh, it's 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 interesting because I've read the books as well, and now obviously the show's caught up with the book, so it's it's pretty cool watching the show and stuff's happening that we have no idea what's going to happen, you know, on a week by week basis. It's very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it changes the dynamic. We can't be the ones who are like who can watch the who can watch the watchers and go like, oh. I know what you're going to feel next week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can't be smug anymore. I can't be like, oh, I know what's going. You can't be smug at all now. No, no. All of a sudden, I'm just like all the other people. I get to I don't be have um, any special information. Yeah, exactly. I get to be smug with Daredevil because um, I I binge watched the series the first day it came out, so I watched it through in in one day. Wow. Um, because I have to because we were then started recording the day after, and my co-hosts are watching it a week at a time, so. We've just covered episode oh. eight, I think, but they they um, sometimes struggle to not be spoiled because I try and shield them from spoilers as much so they don't know what's going to happen later in the series. But I get to have a lot of fun, like making up stuff that's going to happen and then and then not. It doesn't happen, so I have fun like teasing them. I think it was a week before the red wedding was going to happen, and a bunch of friends of mine and like. We knew we knew people's minds were going to be blown. Just waiting, <laughs> waiting for the responses that were going to happen—the screams, the shrieks. <laughs> my brother took a. My brother said he he purposely watched it before he, his girlfriend saw it, and then just sat and watched her while she watched the <laughs> episode to see what her response was going to be. Oh, brilliant! Um, but it's a great show, and I'm I'm I, they're really lovely people, and I just don't you know so proud of them and happy for them. They're having such success, such success, and it's a uh, you know they're really great writers and they're really. It's a really great set and a really great group of people doing it, you know, and they, they are they are what they look like, which is nice. That's awesome. It's, well, as you, we said, it's always always great when you get a, a team that just seem like really great people um, and yeah. talented as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so talented. It's really, it makes it, and also you make your, you make each other better, you know, mm-hmm. and that's really, that's really, it's <laughs> really what it's all about, you know, coming back from work. I think when I'm working on a job that I love, it's one of my greatest feelings in the world, fully. Just That's fulfills good. a very special part of you. <laughs> well, I hope you get lots more um, projects coming up like that. But, it, I mean, you've had a hell of a year with, with um, Daredevil, the success of Daredevil, the Revenant success. Um, and it sounds like you're doing really cool stuff at the moment. I'm very excited for um, the werewolf pilot. I'm going to keep my eyes out for that. Um, and we'll hey, definitely like... Um, you've got my email address. You've got my number. You can always check in, <laughs> check in and see how it's going. I'll definitely keep um, so, our listeners as well up to date on uh, on stuff on that as well. Um, but yeah, I just want to... It's called Brooklyn Animal Control. I'm not sure if it's going to... I'm not sure what's happening with it yet, but it's, you'll know it. It's a, it is a comic. So okay. it's, uh, it's been um, it's about... It's about <laughs> it's, it was being sold to me as... The Wire with Werewolves. That sounds amazing. So, well, I'm I'm going to my friend's comic book shop tomorrow, so I'll I'll ask him and see if they have it in stock because it sounds like something I would enjoy. Because I love werewolves, I love New York, 
there you go. <laughs> so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Hopefully you'll get a chance to take a trip here soon. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I was over I was over in New York last July on the hottest day of the year. Um, it was very, very oh, hot in, in Manhattan. Um, we went to Brooklyn and um, it was very cool. We got to go to the Turkey's Nest where obviously you filmed Daredevil, um, Josie's Bar. Um, we hung out there. We saw oh, nice. them filming Jessica Jones in Central Park. Um, so, yeah, it was good. And we uh, there was a lot of my friends there from all over the States. I was the one the one Brit. Um, but, yeah, it was very cool. It's a, it's a beautiful city, and I hadn't been there for, um, at that point, over 10 years, so I'd never been to the High Line. Um, I hadn't been to the, oh, yeah. the 9-11 Memorial. It was very cool. Like I love the city. I got to go and see um, some awesome shows. It was just great, and I, I'm hoping that we're going to do another trip like that next year where a load of us meet up in New York, you know, go from all over and just meet up in New York for a weekend and just have a great time. Cause yeah, and if you do drop me a drop me an email and I'll throw you some places to to, to see it. They're really wonderful. Oh, definitely. Cheers. I love the city, and it's there's so much there's so much to see in it. And even even for locals, you know, we don't the five boroughs are so are just there's just so much stuff. Yeah. And and you tend to stick stick to the places you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And I and I have like a sort of list that I give to my buddies when they come to town. <laughs> as far as like that's a great restaurant, that's a great bar, that's a great walk, that's a great park. Um. It's always it's just, you know, there's, there's just like in London, yeah. there's just so much to see and there are you know, so many little pockets of stuff. Um, it's just a, it's a great city. You, you, I, I, my buddy who's a war correspondent came over here yeah. like last, last year and, and he'd never been to Prospect Park. Wow. And we uh, literally, like he took the subway in, he stays in the Upper East Side always, the subway in and did like a two and a half hour walk around Prospect Park, <laughs> to, you know, fully seeing an area of the city you've never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really cool, you know? A city this old and this, you know, sort of ubiquitous as far as what people think they know about it. Yeah, there's nothing like getting recommendations from locals. It's the the times I've enjoyed um, going to LA the most is when I've had um, recommendations from uh, the people I've been staying with and gone to some off the beaten track yeah. places and not just the touristy stuff. You know, um, yeah, it's that very is cool. the way to do LA. Yeah, yeah. There's no. I go there a lot, and there's and there's both for family and for work, and there's no like. I have such a better experience in LA. I lived there for work a while back. I have such a better experience in LA, A, with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. who's a great companion to have, have around, but also, um, well, with hair. But there's, um, but also there's like knowing better the things that I, the things that work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I come from a city city. You know, I need, there's, I, I want to see downtown. But also, like, I love the mountains. I love, I love tacos, you know, <laughs> like finding the things that work for you. And I end up going to, every time I go now, there are like a good 15, 20 things that I sort of have to do. Yeah. I get to the point where I never get to do them all, which was never the case before. And that's just like knowing what you like. Yeah. And, and asking the right people who know you, you know, going like, you know me, what would you, what would you give me to do? I mean, there's, there's, there's this amazing, well, there's, there's a place called Pinches next time you're there, okay. right next to Chateau Marmont which is a great fish taco place. I'm just, I'm sharing with the world. It's just tacos. <laughs> awesome tacos. Share with me, and I lived there for eight years and never got there, so I'm sad. Next time um, I go there, definitely I'll check it, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> well, if, if you ever come you, over Claire, to London, give me a, uh, drop me a line as well, and I'll give you lots of recommendations of things to do. I absolutely will. I absolutely will. And if you find yourself in Park Slope, I'll buy a, a tea or a 
glass of wine or something. <laughs> oh, tea, uh, absolutely. I'm British. Uh, <laughs> great. I don't know if our tea is as good as yours. Um, it's great talking to you, you Claire. Too. And, and thanks so much for, for uh, checking well, in. Thanks so much for, for chatting, um, honestly. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I'm sure the listeners will, will really love hearing from you. And have a, um, an awesome weekend and the rest of the day as well. Not the weekend, Jack, quite yet. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your day. Hope you get a chance to go back outside. I will. I will. You too. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye, Claire. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, 3.0, Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!